Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue the devotional series from Unbelief to Belief. And I hope this has uh, functioned uh, both to prepare and to equip you uh, to share your faith with those that are not yet believing. And it's uh, been a, an encouragement that it has been uh, something uh, that has uh, strengthened or encouraged you in your walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, if it's convenient for you to do so, open your Bibles to Acts chapter 2, and we're going to look at verses 24 through 29. Again, Acts chapter 2, verses 24 through 29, and we find in uh, uh, the midst of uh, this great sermon that the Apostle Peter preaches there uh, on in the uh, precincts of the of the temp temple, uh, uh, this this great Pentecost sermon, the Spirit has come, has indwelled uh, the believers that had been gathered, and now uh, Peter goes out with the others to proclaim the great truth of a resurrected uh, Savior, and so. Uh, we can say then that that which Jesus Christ did, uh, the uniquely born second person of the Trinity, the God-man, that which he came to do, he succeeded in doing. He uh, performed that which was demanded of Adam, the second Adam. He died uh, in our place as a substitute. And all that Jesus did uh, has been vindicated, including offering his life as a sacrifice. And so Peter uh, speaks to that reality here in the course of this uh, sermon. Uh, and so let's look, uh, Acts 2.24. Speaking of Jesus, God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, my tongue rejoiced, my flesh also will dwell in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life, and you make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, I may say to you with confidence about the patriarch David, that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. So, a part of the, the, the thrust of the argument that uh, Peter is presenting is prophecy has been fulfilled in the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the person and work of the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit that was promised and prophesied by Joel has now descended and has worked in them and now they are proclaiming uh, that redemption has been accomplished, salvation has been accomplished as predicted, as prophesied uh, in this one, the Lord Jesus Christ. That while uh, you were vicious and you were cruel and you were wicked and sinful in crucifying the Lord Jesus Christ, it actually was the fulfillment of God's plan. That, that this was his eternally well-defined plan that he would offer his son uh, on uh, the cross and that in his life uh, he would do all that God demanded uh, under the terms of the law and in his death he would sat uh, satisfy the penalty of law. And so the question would follow, well, how do we know that that is true? Well, the answer is the resurrection, that just as predicted and just as prophesied, uh, that the one who would come uh, as all of the prophets anticipated, 
uh, would die, but his body would not suffer the corruption normative for the grave. Well, how do you keep a body from suffering the corruption of the grave? Well, uh, you could say, well, we embalm it. Well, that may slow the process, but it does not stop the process. It does not inhibit the process. Uh, the only way that process is halted is by raising that body from the dead. And so uh, Jesus' body did not see corruption because he was raised. He, he was uh, raised in that glorified uh, body that was no longer subject to all of the things related uh, to mortality. And so uh, that was proof uh, that he was the one promised, that he was the one prophesied, uh, that he uh, was the one that had obeyed uh, God's law and that God had accepted uh, his sacrifice on the cross as full payment uh, for our sin. And so all of those things are, are good news. Uh, they're things that I think are um, real and logical, logical and provable. Uh, that, that is, uh, we really do, do not have to look any further uh, for proof of, the, of the, the power and truth of the gospel than just to the resurrection. Uh, that Jesus was raised from the dead. And as we said from the outset, uh, the fact that Jesus was raised from the dead proves that he is God, proves that his sacrifice was satisfactory, proves that the Bible uh, is true, uh, and that God is exactly who the Bible reveals him to be, and salvation is exactly what the Bible says that it is, and that it is needed for all men. And so, uh, again, uh, we see uh, that Jesus Christ, in his victory over death, uh, demonstrates that all he did in both his life and his death was accepted by the Father for us. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.